Yo, crew members, what it be? What it do, baby? So, I got a question for you, bro. What's the question? You throw down in the game, right? I mean, you're having a good time, a game you've been real excited for, but then there's something that happens in the game that really turns your stomach. You know what I mean? Kind of irks you, kind of like, why the fuck would they put this in the game? Right? Yeah. Are are you, are you, are you talking about, like, like controversies in gaming? <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. Is that what you mean? Fuck, dude, we should cover that someday. Look. Today? Let's do it! Fuck, let's do it today. <laughs> I mean, fuck. The world's filled with controversy everywhere else. We might as well talk about gaming controversies, right? Yeah, and yo, there's definitely a good bit of them. Oh, there sure are. As long as there's been video games, there's been controversy. Because, I mean, we talked in the past about how much real-world shit seems to get linked to video games. All the time. More than enough. But but more than just, you know, we don't want anyone to think that controversy is just the the big shit. I mean, it, it could literally just be fans expected one thing, it became another, and it became... Yes. You know, it's not it's not just, oh, this horrible shit. There is a lot of it. <laughs> But it's not just you know, lawmakers and and critics and stuff like that. It's also it's also fans. So yeah, we we decided to dive into some of the most controversial moments in gaming and some of the most controversial endings to some of your favorite games. Um, I took just random moments within games. Wes decided to handle the, the, the endings. game endings. Yep. Which I'm excited. Neither one of us know what the other person has. So there is one in here that actually literally does kind of fuck with my head i'm not gonna but you want to talk about turning your stomach you just wait until i get to a couple of these especially one of them but uh, as i was doing my research i had a lot of places help me out a top five gaming the guardian random google searches helped me get all the information i needed because there's a lot of games out there yeah now these are in no particular order i just you know went through i I just saved what's considered the most controversial moment to the very end and that's something that i had thought was it before i even did my research because I was like, how can it really get worse than this? But uh, we'll start off with Mortal Kombat, right? Released by Midway in 1992. Everyone that knows that game knows that that is straight up exaggerated violence to the umpteenth degree. Yes. To the umpteenth degree. And while there are dozens of fatalities in that game, it was Sub-Zero's spine rip that was known, that was basically made as like the poster boy for Mortal Kombat. Yeah. That's, you know, that's what that's what parents and everything, everybody... F- really first saw so is so is that what went ahead and got got people going yeah and and again we actually spoke about this before but it's relevant now to the conversation it's it's one of if not the main game that led to the esrb yeah the entertainment software rating board because it was so fucking graphic that they had to like you can't just sell this to anybody so but being able to rip someone's spine out of their body and as it's gotten, you know, as we've gone further along, they've, the graphics have only made it look I was about more to say, ridiculous. You realize how tame that is compared to what, um, to what Mortal Kombat? I think it's MK11 now. Yeah, I have doing. It. It's fucking yeah. Where yeah, where Sub Zero is just ripping someone's spine out of his body. My wife kicked me in the dick and popped my spine out of my head. <laughs> yeah, in the like, there's levels to this shit. Yep. Um, but that, to me personally, that's, I understand because that's kind of what started everything, like started this mature shit. Uh, so, so I get it from back then compared to some of the other things I have on this list that doesn't really do much for me. Uh, but another one is GTA five. Now, Grand Theft Auto, GTA five in general could be on this. You could find 47 different times to put first Grand Theft Auto is synonymous with controversy. (laughs) controversy. First thing I would think is the hookers. This is GTA Five. Hookers have been around way longer than that. But but my point being is, oh yeah, well, because the, well, my sister in law would the whole the whole purpose of her playing the game just to drive around an drive alley, drive around, pick up, pick up a horn, hooker, drive to an alley, and drive to an alley, 
do the thing, kill the hooker, and get her money back, and then go do it again. That's fantastic. Um, for a game, not in real life. Uh, but yeah, so GTA <laughs> Five released by Rockstar in 2013. Now, did you play GTA Five? Yeah. Okay, the torture scene. Ah, crazy okay. controversy there where basically you torture a man suspected of harboring secrets about terrorists and you could do it in a variety of ways electrocution pulling teeth with pliers uh beating with a monkey wrench waterboarding and uh if his heart stops you can just you know restart with a shot of adrenaline and uh there's actual uh like groups i believe one was called like the freedom it was like a freedom from torture mm-hmm. that were like petitioning to get this game taken away because they don't want you know, their whole thing is, you know, if someone, like, yeah, someone who's You don't want to glamorize. You don't want to glamorize it, and there's enough people that already truly believe that that kind of shit is actually happening, and they don't want someone who's old enough to get that game be playing the game who knows better. They have a younger sibling comes in, sees something like that, it's normalized, they think it's, you know, and then all of a sudden they grow up to be a fucking, well, the way they see it. You know, they grow up to torture people. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that, that was a, that's a tough one, because that, like, that was on point, dude. That was on point. Pulling fuckers' teeth out and waterboarding. Yeah, that's, that's... That's a lot. That shit's hardcore, man. It that, really is. That's a lot. Now, here's the one that turned my fucking stomach. I thought the shit was fake at first. There's a game called Outlast. And this was a DLC called The Whistleblower. Okay. Now, I had... I almost don't want to get it now, but you know I love horror games. So as soon as I saw a little trailer for Outlast, I mm-hmm. wanted to get it. And if I remember correctly... It wasn't one of those games that it, that's on the uh, PlayStation for like sixty dollars. I think it was like one of the like the twenty dollar ones. So like it's a not it's a le- if this game was as well known as GTA Five, I can almost guarantee it probably wouldn't have stayed on the shelves. Now it would have just been it. It's just that too repulsive. Much. It's of just too a, much. Okay. Yeah. Um, now in the Whistleblower DLC, the antagonist is a character named the Groom. All right. Now the Groom is obsessed with marriage and castrating men to make them female for obvious reasons, right? Now, the most controversial moment in this is there is actually a first-person scene where you're stuck in this locker forced to watch the groom castrating other men before he gets to you, and you hear them screaming, and it's, it's fucking crazy. It's fucking crazy. And... The groom then explains this process to you because you end up next on the board and you're laying there naked and you see everything. You see everything. The whole the whole fucking fruit basket is just there on display, right? And the groom is explaining how, you know, he's going to and it just I'll give it I'll give it to the voice actor. This motherfucker <laughs> Boy, did he sell the creepiness because as he's, as he's explaining it, he's saying, you know, oh, don't worry, we're just going to I'm just going to cut you here and here and it'll be you know, real quick, and then he's, like, touching the dude's inner thigh and explaining how he's going to, you know, fix him with the right stuff so, you know, he can plant his seed and stuff. Like, he's literally castrating men, turning them into women to have sex with them and, and procreate. Oh, my God. It's fucking disgusting. It's disgusting. And then, at la- you know, spoiler alert, I should have said that before, but some of these I am going to be spoiling some things because there are other things I need to talk about. La- you Last second, you do get saved, but then you're, like, bloody and trying to run the fuck away butt-ass naked from this dude but at least you got your junk you got your junk so that's good but before that you have to watch a couple other people get their junk taken off it's sick it's fucking sick i don't even watch that type of shit for like you know what i mean like certain, no. shit, with, certain shit on tv you know what i mean when you, like 
I just go, I like, I'm see, out. See, that's like me. Like, you know I love horror movies and horror games. There's a big difference for me between, like, horror that's got a good story and gore just for gore's sake. Like, like the Hostile movies never really did anything for me. The first one was kind of, like... Because I, you know, there's a lot of people that truly believe that shit happens. People hate Americans. You go overseas. You go to some of these wonky places and they never fucking see you again. Uh-huh. But some of these scenes, like in like Hostel 2, where the, it just seems like they're just fucking people up for no fucking reason, cutting their dick off and you know all this shit. That's the stuff I'm not really a fan of. Uh, I just think of like Hills Have Eyes. That's that. That's the type of fucked up shit I think of when I hear shit like what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, the next the next game that I have here, again, Rockstar rears its ugly head. Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Now, this is one I wonder if you even know about. Have you ever heard one of, of my favorite games? Have you heard of Hot Coffee? Mm. This is this is wicked. Now, there's something called the Hot Coffee mod. Now, this was a mini, a quote unquote mini game that was actually unaccessible in the game. It was embedded into the game for really no apparent reason. If they really never planned on anyone being able to find it or play it. The public didn't know about it until you know until this mod came out, making someone figured out the mod, making it uh, playable. It was completely disabled, but people were able to unlock it on consoles using hacking tools. Of course. And basically, what it was was a very, very crudely animated sex scene with your in-game girlfriend, where basically she, you know, invites. It's called hot coffee because she invites you in for coffee. And you going for coffee. And this shit, like, it isn't just like, like you were talking about picking up hookers. You really don't see anything. Sometimes you can see the chick come over, but then you just see the car shake. You hear some sounds. That's it. Yeah. This this chick is straight going down on this dude. It's a whole mini game where you actually have to use the toggle to thrust and shit. Oh, wow. It was a, it was a whole thing. And once it was made pu- once that was made public and people found out about it, lawmakers and politicians reassessed the game and slapped it with an adults-only rating, which is one step higher you can go for mature uh and that's bad because adult well, of course it's bad but adults adults only rated games yeah microsoft and sony don't allow them to come out for consoles holy shit yeah they do not there is no distribution of adults only games there's only i believe like a handful left that you know really that but that was an adults only game um and then the game uh the game actually was refused classification in australia and removed from sale <coughs> Yeah, removed from sale. Now, a new version of the game was since released with that mini game like completely removed. Um, you couldn't. Yeah, there's holy. There's there's no nothing. Good and f- God, and man. F- yeah, and for the existing games that were out yeah. before the new release, yeah. they were all patched uh, to fix and, and counteract the script and would actually crash your game if you attempted to hack into that thing again. Oh, damn! That's, that's, how that's they, smart because they they wanted to get the mature rating so they could sell their fucking game. Well, so, of course. I mean, they I mean they put. Multiple hours and time and money and everything yeah. else invested into the game. Yeah, and but to where I'm I'm confused as to like why they didn't want people to find it yet they put it in there. Why? I don't get it. We had unless a, someone wanted them to find it and then someone was like, ah, this ain't a great a, idea. But we hey. had a conversation similar to this about you know, I mean about like how people figured out how to do certain things in games. Yeah, you mean how we said uh, why well, I said it had to have come from within. There has to be a leak from somewhere. Yeah, dude, so, yo, yo, somebody had to have told their boy, "Yo, dude, try this shit. Yo, you gonna you gonna see some shit." Yeah, right. You are gonna see something you haven't seen in a video game yet. I and that's funny because I I never I never knew anything about that. It's crazy, right? That is insane. Now, something you probably didn't expect to see on this list: Punisher, the Punisher video game. 
came out in 2004 by Volition I was just about to ask and Amplified Games. Um, did now, that, now, did that come out right after the the Punisher game, or the, the Punisher movie that had uh, John Travolta in it? John Travolta. Yeah, there's a Punisher movie with John Travolta. Oh, I'm I'm not sure. Uh, well, this like I said, this came out in 2004, so you'd have to check that out. But uh, th- it was known for very very graphic torture and dismemberment scenes. Now, this was so bad that this was another one. The original make of the game met the adults only rating requirement. It was that bad. You were stuffing people in wood chippers and and all sorts of shit. It did come out in 04. Okay. Now, the developer decided to slightly censor the interrogation scenes by making them all black and white to reduce, like, the visual impact of seeing someone get fucked up and blood going everywhere. Yeah. Now, in the UK, the BBFC, the British Board of Film Classification, they forced THQ to further extend that black and white effect. They, 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 um, they forced them to do that distance the camera before killings and add zoom effects during the killings just to be able to pass it with the 18 certificate so they could sell it. Holy hell. Right? And it's to date one of the only games in history to require BBFC cuts in order to be rated 18. The Punisher. Goddamn. Well, look, if you... The Punisher isn't just like, yeah, I mean, John Barenthal, you mean, you mean everybody thinks it is off the Netflix show? The Punisher character is a very very troubled I mean character I mean his family is murdered you know what I'm saying like I mean he's I mean he's former uh like spec ops like he he knows all different ways of going ahead and making you pay if he wants you to pay so having something that actually went ahead and dove into that really really dark side I mean some shit that you might only see in maybe like some really really nasty comics yeah wow I mean imagine Imagine needing, you know, the British Board of Film Classification to tell you, force you into making certain cuts just so you can get your game out. That's crazy. That is. Now, have you ever heard of Manhunt? Matt I... and I played this game before, and I remember when we played it, we were like, and we were just kids, and we were like, well, fuck, dude, this is kind of crazy. See, when I played Manhunt, I played the game out. You know I mean, oh, a, you played a lot different version kid, of Manhunt yeah, than this. Yeah, being a kid running out in the streets. That, that was my version of Manhunt. Manhunt came out for the PS2 in 03 and for the Xbox in 04. Now, the controversial moment here were the executions and the death of a character named Pigsy. Now, the whole story of Manhunt, you're a death row inmate forced to participate in a series of snuff films for an underground director. Fucked up right off the bat, right? Yo, and all and every single thing you're putting up is console games, right? Yeah. Jesus and Christ. And I wait until you hear what I'm about to tell you because this is going to fuck your head. You're going to have to sit here and look at me for a second to process what I'm saying. I'm waiting. Now, again, very violent and graphic executions. Now, in 2007, a former rock star employee, a former rock star employee stated that a good amount of the game's staff at Rockstar were uncomfortable with the level of violence. Now, think about this. Just, <laughs> just, just so everybody can go ahead and kind of get a kind of get a grasp. Rockstar is GTA. Mm-hmm. It is Red Dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else we got from Rockstar? Anything? I'm trying. I'm trying to remember. <laughs> I can't even remember because I can't get myself past the fact that a company that comes out with a game where you can bang a hooker, shoot her in the face, leave, kill a couple cops, go do whatever, is uncomfortable with the level of violence in a video game. That's what I'm saying. That's insane. And some of the the violent graphic executions where you could suffocate, like they were very very. 
like you know how some things are violent and then some things are just disturbingly violent just kind of turn your stomach like because it's real shit like yeah. like t- like suffocating people with a plastic bag uh hitting you know hitting people under the chin with a hammer chopping heads off with a machete like that's normal shit but like there's something like something in a plastic bag is a little crazy see i'm already feeling a little uncomfortable just just from the plastic bag part you yeah know I mean? like like i'm kind of like moving myself around yeah like fuck man Ugh. now this final boss pigsy i you know c- compared to everything else that happened in the game it really didn't seem all too crazy to me it's it's the boss fight at the end. It's like a cat and mouse style fight where Pigsy's chasing you with a chainsaw, which eventually results in you getting the chainsaw. Pigsy's hanging from this ledge before you slice his arms off with the chainsaw, and he's like squealing the whole way down. So it's like creepy, but compared to the rest of like just the it's, violent for violent sake, it sounds it sounds quite tame. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I thought so. Now, the last one that I have that I knew was the most controversial game, or some of the most controversial moment in gaming. Do you, you want one more guess? I, I asked Wes before we cut this on if he could think. And I feel like as soon as I say, you're going to think about the world we live in today, and you're going to be like, oh, yeah, probably. Oh, wait a minute. Wasn't there wasn't there a game that came out that had to do with like school shootings? No, that I don't know that... I don't know that it was a hoax. I don't know that it ever came out, but there was talk of one coming out that was... A simulated school shooting to it was like a simulated Columbine. This isn't this isn't that though. Okay, but I know but and I know what you're talking about. And someone spun it as to like a way, a video game to learn how to get out of a school. It was a stupid, twisted way, and I don't even know that I was, fuck with that. It was either right after Sandy Hook or right after uh, Parkland that they went ahead and um, yeah. I mean, I was okay. hearing about this, but no, I have no idea. Please go. Okay, 2009, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2, No Russian. Do you remember that mission? Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 is the most controversial moment in, game, in any video game ever. We definitely played it. I know Absol- that for a Absolutely. Fact. It's in the campaign where you're an undercover agent trying to stop Makarov, and you're in an elevator with three gunmen, and the whole mission involves murdering hundreds of innocent people. <gasps> in the airport. In the airport. Right? You're running around with an RPD light machine gun, and you're just Literally mowing just them down. just mowing innocent people down. They're running away. They're hiding. Oh, my God, yes. How can you... Right? Dude, I felt so bad playing that. Like, Wait a minute. Did you actually kill those people? Yes. Well, that says more about you, because I have to, I'm here to what tell you... you mean, it says more I'm here to tell me. you, you don't have to kill anyone. I didn't know uh, that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's fucked up. I'm, I shouldn't laugh, because it's fucking terrible. I didn't... Dude... I need to go to therapy right now. Like, seriously. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you while you don't actually have to kill anyone, in your defense, the game doesn't tell you that. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. doesn't. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> what the fuck is it doesn't? Now, the developer did... Um, I'm sorry. Now, the developer claims that they added that scene uh, because they wanted the player to feel an emotional connection to Makarov, the game's you know antagonist that you're going after. Now, I get that in a sense because something like that that is so fucking vile, you want to feel that emotional connection where you're like, I want to fucking murder this guy for this shit. I I did not think that I had a choice but to pull the trigger. Honestly. Yeah, because you probably figured, like, how can I even, pr- like, they're just going to, I'm going to get caught and the, I'm not going to be able to continue this That's shit. That's what I'm saying. Like Now, yeah, so they wanted you to feel an emotional connection to Makarov. It was not added for controversy. They said it was simply to advance the plot. Now, whether or not I think that's bullshit is probably like 60-40 because I can guarantee you that as soon as that thought is brought to the table, someone in there says something. Like, are you sure? 
because you know what this is going to be. You're easily with. talking about like seven or eight hundred people. Now you're not. Game. Now you're not. I don't know that it was quite that many, but it was. It was. It was in the multiple hundreds. It was staggering. Yeah. Now, granted, where we are now versus oh nine, mass shootings weren't as prevalent there. No. As they are now, where unfortunately it's seemingly like every other fucking week, damn near sometimes it seems like that's happening. But now, in their, I guess if you want to say in their defense, there is a disclaimer in the beginning of the game stating the presence of a disturbing mission, and it gives you the option to skip it before the game even starts. I don't remember that. Yeah, there is just like how some games in the beginning say, you know, like you could turn off blood if you want. There's literally yeah. a a notification that pops up that's saying there's a very disturbing mission. You know, do you want to skip it? And if you hit yes, you would never even see that. It would go from whatever was right before that to right after. Okay. But that you can't get more controversial than that. The the backlash that that was met with. And like I said, that I I have no idea that you could come out with that now, as a new game. Absolutely not. I don't know that that could happen. Not after Vegas. Not 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 after what happened <laughs> in Las Vegas. Absolutely I, I, not. I mean, take take your pick. I mean, I mean, after after Vegas, after the all, I mean, fuck the church, the yeah. uh, you know, yeah, no, no, you're right. The more and more schools, the nightclub, you can't make that now. Yeah. And if you do, I mean, they can't stop you. But good luck. You're you're a there is, dickhead. There is so if you come out with something like yes. That. Plus, there is so much standing in your way. Just of just, it's not even political correctness. It's just I do get. It's the, just being a decent human. I being, do honestly. get the idea behind. Just like in movies, you want to feel more than just oh, I'm holding this controller. I'm controlling this guy. You want to feel some. You want to feel something. You want to feel an emotional connection some way. So maybe they wanted the most despicable thing they could think of that they're forcing you into doing to make you really hate this guy. Yeah. Outside of just the normal, like, oh, he killed a couple Americans here somewhere. Like, because you physically got, it wasn't just like you're going and you're killing a couple innocent people. Like, this was about as simulated as you could get. They're all fucking running it away and hiding. Straight and up screaming. massacre. Yeah, dude, it's, it's straight up mass murder, which turns everybody's stomach because that shit is like our new normal. I do apologize. Like, like I <laughs> that you forgot about it. Well, no, it's, it's not a even, good, it's, I mean, it's a good thing. It's not even the fact that I forgot. That it's the fact that I didn't even think of not. I do. <laughs> You're mad at yourself because yes, your first thought was they got this gun. Fuck it, I'm gonna use it. <laughs> I do. All right. So here's the thing. Like I, I'm one of those people when I play games that I always try to. You know I mean, if it has a paragon type system to it, I always try to be the good guy. You know, Ooh, what I mean, you failed this time. Well, look. Luckily <laughs> enough, it, you got that first class trip to hell, bro. <laughs> luckily enough, that didn't have a paragon style system in the game. But it's one of those things where because I, I consider myself for the most part a morally good person. So going ahead and playing a game, I also like to play as a morally good person. When my head is fucked up right now because of what you told me, and then you tell me that I didn't have to do yeah, it. Yeah, basically you can just walk through while the rest of them are murdering everybody. I don't believe you actually <clears throat> have to pull. It's just got me emotional, bro. Ding. You don't actually have to pull the trigger. But now there are some people that would oh, argue. Man. There are some people that argue that you know it's not all that bad because how they're like, how is it any different than? the millions upon millions of people that die every night in team deathmatch shooting each other. To me, one feels like, hey, we're both armed <laughs> and we're both well, in the military. And that's the thing. It's and like don't and don't they set don't they usually set it up as quote, basically good guys, bad guys? Yeah, you have two teams, number one. But you're also you're also talking about something to where it's like you're talking about uh people who are signing up for war versus people 
just innocent civilians. I chose to play this game. You chose to play this game. So we're going to battle in this game. As opposed to, I chose to play this game. You I'm just an ancillary character walking around getting the vending machine trying to get out of me a Snickers at the fucking, at the airport. And then, and then you end up with a bullet in the head. And because, God forbid, you play the game instead of me, I end up dead. I'm ca- I shot people too. I'm fucking with you. Because, <laughs> again, I didn't know that there was an option either. That's And oh, naturally, man. I do remember the disclaimer in the beginning, but... When you're a kid, th- like when something like that shows, it makes you want to see it. Yeah. Like, what could be so bad that they're giving me an option to skip it? I mean, so look, of course I want to see look, it. Look, ten years ago, I was, I was, I was what, thirty-three thir- or twenty-three, twenty-four years old. About to say, damn, you aged quick, bro. Right? You know what I'm saying? But uh, you're ta- you're talking you're talking eleven years ago. So yeah, I was I was twenty. Man. And as shitty as it sounds, even though you're old enough, in a video game, that's something like that. Back then, you're like, it's just a video game. That's not that bad. And then you look at how the world is now, and can you imagine? Can you imagine if a game like that came out now, or even maybe someone didn't know about that game? Got you know how fucking older people are. Sometimes they get like a game for a fucking kid that's like way old. Yeah. And imagine having lost somebody in a mass shooting or something like that, and then walking in and seeing your kid playing that. I'd be fucking not furious. Even, not even understanding what you I mean. What, what's yeah. going on? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's some crazy. Sh- that's some heavy shit. That is some heavy shit. Well, damn. Yeah, I know. I had to end on that heavy note, but yeah, it's a part. Yeah. It's a part of. It's a part of it. It's a part of controversy in gaming, and I and I, I'd be hard pressed to find anything more controversial than that. And now we're gonna kick it over to Wes because he's got a little different type of controversy. He's got, you know, controversial endings in gaming that are a little more along the lines of, I guess you could, not necessarily fan outrage, but I was just about to say pretty closer much the same to thing. closer to that than the type of controversy that potentially gets your game pulled or you know. For the most part, yes, I have ones that are much more of a fan, maybe a fan outrage. Yeah, yeah, that might be slightly overdoing it. But maybe the you know a game ending that didn't didn't hit the way everyone thought it would. Yeah, you know. Now, as per you, I also do not have this in any particular order, so it's just kind of just the way that I ran through it. Um, my first one is Mass Effect Three. It's on a lot of people's list. I do know that. Mm-hmm. So one of the great things. Spoiler about alert again. Because oh, these yeah. are all endings. Oh, so yes. Yeah, endings are if all If you're currently this. playing or plan on playing... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. Everyone in West just tried to fucking right hook... His, or was that a left hook? What the fuck? Left. Oh, so he tried to left hook his microphone across Jesus the room. Jesus Christ. Now, yeah, so if you're playing these games or, you know, plan on playing them at some point, he will ruin the ending. Yes. All right, so for Mass Effect 3, all right, man, so one of the greatest things about the Mass Effect series is that what happened in the game, what happened in the games prior is what happens to the next game. You know what I mean? Say you lose somebody in Mass Effect, the first game, they're not in the second one. Yeah. Or every, if you lose somebody every, in the second, they're not in the third. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's got a connected storyline throughout. Yes, which is absolutely incredible. That was the first game I ever experienced like that. Yeah, and also another great thing about these games is that they have a Paragon system, something we were talking about a little bit before, you know what I mean? So Paragon System basically means that what you do in the game impacts the end of the game. Uh, so yeah, you and I, you and I are somewhat similar, but excuse me, we differ a tiny bit because while I always want to end up the you know the good guy, yes, with the ex- I told you for whatever reason when it comes to Star Wars, I I love the fucking dark side for some reason, but because you're evil, no, but um, what was I gonna say? They uh. When it comes to Paragon systems, when I play games like this that have dialogue choices and different choices you can make, what I try to do 
is make every choice the way I think I would actually make it. I don't pick what I think is the best good guy answer. Oh, I, I do that as Because sometimes there are tough decisions that yes. you have to make, and you can't always be like, ah, fuck, all right, well, I wouldn't do this, but this is going to lead me to the best possible good guy solution. So sometimes I do end up taking that little negative hit on a certain mission or something because that's how I would have handled the situation. But I hear you. All right, so, yeah, like we said, the Paragon system is something to where that you have good choices and bad choices, and whatever choice you make, and this is multiple times throughout the game, that affects how the end of the game actually happens. Yeah. And Mass Effect is known for having this. You know, Mass Effect is known for, you know I mean, depending on what happens with what you're doing, the end of the game really does, you know I mean, is structured they've, around. They've got, like, branching storylines, basically. Yes. Yeah. The fucked up part is that with the first version of the game that came out, it didn't matter. Yeah. It absolutely did not matter. So um, you were left with three options in the game, and absolutely none of it mattered with the decision. Absolutely. Absolutely. Dude, people were pissed. Let me tell you how pissed these people were. There was a poll on BioWare's website. Over 16,000 votes came in on that poll. You're talking about um, Change.org had a petition that had 13,000 votes. That had to do with this. A related charity drive raised over $80,000 for changing this because of how infuriated the fans were. Well, well, think, I mean, think about this. We're not talking about an ending to Mass Effect 1. We're talking about people that more than likely put 50 to 100 hours in Mass Effect 1 and then in Mass Effect 2 and then all the way up through Mass Effect 3 awaiting a, a solid conclusion. A solid conclusion. And then you feel like after like 200 hours, you were fucking robbed. So one player even went ahead and went to the Federal Trade Commission. And the Better Business Bureau actually accused Bioware of false advertising. I mean, that's going a little hard in the paint. But <laughs> I mean, hey, if you're passionate for these, dude, it is like Bioware, especially with Mass Effect, has a fucking following, though. You know that. Well, yeah, but I mean, I'm only speaking for myself, but to me... When it and and this is what's shocking about that is I've always said a million times, if you could get a Bethesda RPG with Bioware storytelling, you'd have like the best video game of all time. And that's what's crazy is that it's the storytelling that fucked them up on this one. What yeah. Bioware's the best at? Yeah. So four months after the game's initial launch, Bioware released a Mass Effect Three free extended edition update. To where they added cutscenes explaining what would happen to various characters and showing how the players' choices throughout the franchise ended up affecting the galaxy. So they retconned it. Yeah. But it took them four months to go ahead and build this up. Somebody had to say in the end of the game, you know what I mean? Because, I mean, you're playing the game. You have three choices. Obviously, you have people pick all three choices. You mean, when they're developing the game to go ahead and say, okay, we're cool. Somebody- yeah. Kind of, yeah, kind of. <clears throat> excuse me. Like with, um, what was it, Fallout 4? I believe you had four very different endings you could get. And I played all four of them and they were all vastly different. So yeah, you would think someone when creating this game, like, um, bruh. Yeah. Like right. all these lead to the same thing. Yeah. So what the fuck? Yeah. Like new Vegas was also another one to where I, to where I felt like if there was going to be something that had that beautiful combination of like the Bioware and Bethesda, if you were going to think of something that, like that, New Vegas was very much towards that point. You know what I mean? Yes. I mean, you mean with that Paragon style system. So the next game I have on here is Halo 2. Everybody knows the Halo series. 
Who do you play as? When you play a Halo game, who do you play as? Master Chief. Yes. That's what you expect, right? Absolutely. You expect to play the game entirely as Master Chief. Absolutely. I mean, besides ODST, into which you knew right off the gate you weren't playing as him. But other than that, you figure that's what you're doing. Halo 2 didn't have that. Halo 2, you played as the Arbiter. You know what I mean? A Covenant soldier. Yeah. So you're talking about messing with you're talking about messing with something that the is the very fabric of the of game. A fucking game. Yeah, you you play Halo, you hate the fucking Covenant. They said nothing about it with promotional. Yeah. All the promotional lead up to the game. Nothing about playing as Arbiter. So they just led all. you to believe that it was your standard Your standard Halo game. And so you end up towards the end of the game, you see Master Chief. You don't even play as him. You see him. And then he vows to finish the fights. Then the game blacks out. That's it. So was that, <clears throat> without them telling you, was that, was that their way of trying to like get you to see both sides? I'm, the master, I'm, you know, the, the side of Master Chief and then the, and then the Covenant side I to would, gear up for Halo 3? I would think that's what they were trying to do. But you know what's strange about that? It's been so long since I've played these games. It's not like you had a choice in Halo 3 as to who to be, right? You were back to be Master Chief again? Pretty sure, yeah. See, I feel like that would have made more sense if they have you play one as one, one as the other, and then, hey, Halo 3, make your choice. You know what these people stand for. You know what these people stand for. Make yeah. your choice. But no, just to go to randomly have a game where you play as the enemy and then go right back to playing. And that's the and the funny part is that like with Master Chief, I mean, he vows to finish the fight. Dude, you're pumped the fuck up to go ahead and start wrecking some shit as Master Chief, right? And then that's when the credits roll. So the lead writer, whose name is Frank O'Connor, went ahead and said that uh, they were forced to scrap the final chapter of the game due to deadlines. Okay? Really? Yeah. He said that the 10th and final level would have been a grand and glorious conclusion on Earth, finishing the fight right there. But they just left the game hanging for for Halo 3. But see, we don't want to hear that. Don't tell us that we have... <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to hear that shit. There's no point even fucking telling us that. Don't let, don't tell us that you had this big, grand, glorious thing and you scrapped... How many other, how many other games delay... To I get just, things out the way they want it. I just love the fact that we had just a moment of clarity. And then you just went ahead and said, nah, fuck them guys. <laughs> no, we don't want that. Was that back when they were still Bungie? Yeah. The fuck's with you, Bungie? Yeah, 434 yeah, four and all that shit. Or 343. Four, three. God, yeah. You don't, don't tell us that. Games get delayed all the time, you know? Fuck. <laughs> just made me angry. I don't even know why. A game's like 15 years old. I don't know why either, man. I, like, and it's funny when I was doing the research and going back on it, I'm like, I do remember playing Halo Two. I definitely remember being Arbiter. Cause back back then, I really cared because like not like, I, so many new games have come out now that Halo has just kind of like gone to the side for me. Halo well, doesn't get me as juiced as it used to. Plus, they're so few and far between now, obviously. And that, like I said, that was like the birth of like deathmatch and shit. Not well, not really the birth that that popularized it really. I think so. Like I, I love the know. needler. That was one of, of my course, favorite guns. Of course guns. you did. Wasn't that like the least powerful gun? Probably. I mean, I mean, there you know why you liked it? Because the there end. was no gun that was more annoying to be shot by than the needler. <laughs> oh my god, was that annoying? I told you, I just like to fucking get well, that covenant sword and just go. I was ham I was trash with a sniper rifle, and shotguns were basically shit. So it was, and and the fucking pistol was horrible too. And and no better time to bring this up than a controversial episode. I loved, in a video game, I loved suicide bombing people. I would throw a sticky up in the air so it would land on my face and I would run into a crowd of people. (laughs) 
I don't know why. There's something fun about it. Yeah, cooking the grenade. Yeah, just like, all right, y'all are coming with me. (laughs) Now, the next one is a game that started a series that we both love so, so much. Borderlands. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Now, everybody knows how I feel about this series, right? One of my favorite series of games of all time. You know what I mean? It's the most prolific looter shooter game, period. Gearbox screwed this up major. After you defeat the major boss, you know what I mean, in the in the game, you literally just get a cutscene. You d- you don't get no more weapons when you when when you kill the uh, the vault. Yes, um, the monster. Yeah, yeah. You don't get no weapons. You don't get anything, dude. It literally just fucking stops. Now the senior writer, the, or sorry, the senior the senior device uh divisor designer, Paul Helquist said that. That wasn't the best decision. He went ahead and admits later. We didn't know how people were going to react to the ending. Obviously, the reaction hasn't been as strong as we hoped. <laughs> it's just... Just sounds sad. Just fucking dummy. Like, look, the good thing is that they learned from their mistake. They oh, absolutely learned from their mistake. Really? It wasn't, wasn't what you thought? You didn't think people were going to get mad that you just kill something and there's no, like, explanation or anything? Right. You just, that's it? Right? Look, man, like I said, the good thing is that they learn. Because, you know I mean, Borderlands, it, look, they, they've had three games out, you know I mean, since then, plus the Telltale. And it's been awesome. You know what I mean? you've, And then when you when you defeat the major guy, guess what? You get everything. You get all the guns coming to you. And then you get to go ahead and play even after the cutscene and everything else. So I'm, gl- I'm, I'm good with it. Hey, learning from your mistakes is what it's all about. Absolutely. Now, this next section of games is more of I'm going to have a little more of a reaction from you, Andy, because these are games that I have not played, but some of them you have. Okay. Three out, sure? of, three out of the four that I have. Two out of four or three out of four are games I know you played. Okay. All right. So, and I'm going to save the kind of wacky one for maybe the last. So, have you played Fable 2? Absolutely. Okay. Here's what's fucked up is you're, you're talking about games that I played so long ago. Well, so I'm gonna need you to talk about it for me to get okay, refreshed so on how annoyed I possibly was. Fable Two is one of those games that was one of the biggest disappointments when it comes down to playing a game and, fight, and fighting the final boss. I'm trying to remember if if that's the one with the ending where you can either choose all the money or it's that one. Okay. Yes, but before that, when you're when you're getting ready to fight the final boss, right? It's not the fact that you can take him out because you're OP as fuck because you did a bunch of side quests or some shit like that. No, you take him out because it only takes one fucking hit to kill him. Period. Yeah. One hit, no matter what. Yeah. That's absolutely stupid. What's his name? Lord Lucian, right? Lucian. Yep. Yeah. Takes one hit. And the biggest fucked up part about it that absolutely, like, I'm reading this and it made me mad reading it. If you let him talk his entire dialogue... Somebody else kills him. How? <laughs> how? You? How, how do you put this whole game together and in the most like important five ten minutes you fuck it up? From from what I've been able to read about the game, the dude kills your family, your entire family, your children, your wife, everybody, and you have the ability right in front of you to take him out, get your revenge. I mean, avenge your family. And if you decide to let him talk, which a lot of times we do as gamers, because it's it's content. Yeah. Somebody else kills him. And then you're just like, dude, no. That's mine. 
flipping fucking tables. That's exactly what I would have done if I played this game. My name is Nico Montoya. You killed my family. But I better die. I know you didn't just kill my father, but you killed my whole family. <laughs> so you Prepare are left for someone else <laughs> to kill you. <laughs> so you're left with uh, three pretty shitty choices. You know I mean, at the end of the game, you know I mean, after you know I mean, after he's dead, either save your family, but not but not Lucian's victims, mm-hmm. or the other way around. You know I mean, save the victims, but not your family, or save nobody and take a fuck ton of money. Yeah, I'm so glad I never played the game. I swear to God, dude, I, 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 I would truly flip a fucking table. I promise you that horrendous few minutes aside, those games are fantastic. I believe it. Fantastic. Like I said, I had Fable 3 on my Xbox you know, when it was free year, like I think it was last year, year and a half ago. But I just, yeah, dude, that would absolutely piss me off. <laughs> so the next game I have up here is Witcher 3. And this is one we definitely know Anthony played. And uh, I believe Javier's playing it, too, actually. Um, oh, fuck. That means if I ever do play, you're about to ruin the ending for me, huh? Oh, fuck. All right. Are you ready for it? Because I, a chance. You know how many times, like, there's so much shit coming out, there's no way I'm ever going to get to it. I'm going to, well, I am going to be playing it in a few months because I'm going to be, I'm, I'm planning on finishing Jedi, you know what I mean, within the next few months, God God willing, and then go ahead and get the um get the ultimate, the Xbox Ultimate Game Pass. Okay. Yeah, you know I because mean? it's part of that. Yeah. So I'm definitely going to be playing it. Games like Witcher 3, dude, you spend, like we were talking about before, you spend countless hours, like over 50 hours playing these games, side quests, all of it. And that's, all, dude, that's, if you're someone Open like me, that's world. on the low end, dude. 50 hours on the low end. You want a conclusion that you feel satisfied with, right? Yeah. You just want, when the ending comes up, you go, all right, let's go. Let's go to the next game or let's, or let's continue the story afterwards with whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah, they don't do that. <laughs> they don't do that so witcher 3 wild hunt um you continuously come across your two ex-girlfriends in the game one's name is tris who's your love interest in the past two games and the other one's name is yennefer which is your old flame in the witcher books right so throughout the game you can go ahead you can have a romantic involvement with tris but nothing nothing says you can do it with yennefer but apparently you can and at the end of the game you have a choice of which one you want to be with. And you can also have a choice of a threesome. Here's the thing that happens if you choose a threesome. The ladies tie you up on the bed, strip you down, buck-ass naked, and then leave you there to punish you as a fucking two-timer. No. Yes. That's kind of legit, though. <laughs> That's kind of legit, though. You're like, you can't be mad at that. Like, it was. Con- That's some real shit. It was considered a pretty cheap gag. You know what I mean? In you mean in the gamer community. Yeah, that's because all these fucking perv ass nerds wanted to have a fucking <laughs> virtual fucking threesome. <laughs> so that was yeah. and then once they get exposed for the two time and fuckers that they are, they got mad about it. <laughs> if that happened to me, I'd be like, Ah, it fucking serves me right. <laughs> I, I, I'm mad it. I'm mad about it, but fuck me, I did it to myself. I fucking knew it. Right? There's something to be said about monogamy, man. <laughs> There's something to be said about monogamy. All right, so let's see. I have two That's more. Fantastic! I'm not even mad at that. I have two more left, and both these games I know you played. So the first one I have is Last of Us. Fantastic! Another one you need to play, by the way. And I have, and I will play it. So the game is in a. Well, here, why don't you go ahead and give me a quick synopsis of the game, and then I'll 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 dive into what happens at the end. Last of Us. Uh, last Last of Us. Last of Us. Last of Us. You play as Joel. Uh, you play as Joel. 
um, there's a there's like a I don't know if it's a viral there's an outbreak of some sort. Yeah, there's basically a plague that breaks out. Very you know Resident Evil esque kind of. It turns not necessarily turns everybody into zombies, but it turns them into like really fucked up psychotic and I you know I guess cannibalistic versions of themselves. But you you play as Joel, and I believe you you come across this girl who Ellie. is Ellie, who is believed to have something in her blood that can be turned into an antidote against this plague. So the whole game, basically, you're smuggling her across this wasteland, if you will, to get her into the hands of the right people to be able to create this drug to cure the plague. But along the way, it's this is as survival horror as it gets because this is one of those games, like I said, that's legitimate. Not as much horror. It's not not like Resident Evil-style horror. It's more like thriller action style, but survival in the way of you don't get a lot of supplies. Mm-hmm. You're not coming across 50 bullets here and 50 bullets there. you got to craft everything that you have in this bag on the fly half the time. You can find some shit, but you have a bag, so you're you're finding a way to duck off to the side somewhere to create what you need to create to get you through. You know, stealth plays a big factor in it. Damn. But the, the story is fantastic, and you really get um, invested. All right, so at the end of the game, you come across this militia, and they capture Ellie, and you are told, I mean, like, like, like you said, you're told that her blood is the cure, but the yeah. only, but the only way to use her blood is to kill her. Apparently, mm. you know I mean, she has to die. She's ready for that. You know I mean, she she knows and understands that, and she's ready for it. Joel is not. Joel watched his family kill. You know I mean, you know get killed. I was about to say, bro. The first like ten minutes of that game, you are not ready. <laughs> you are not ready for what happens. So, when I first played it, I fucking cry like a bitch in like fucking 10 minutes i was like oh man so you know what i mean so uh ellie becomes you know I mean, his surrogate daughter you know what i mean yeah, essentially basically you know what i'm yeah. saying because look if you're traveling across the country you know what i mean obviously you're gonna go ahead and create a bond Absolutely. so he kills all you know I mean, he kills uh all the militia saves her and then lies to her tells her that her blood you know I mean the scientists tried but they couldn't make a cure and then now you know of everything else with going into The Last of Us Two. Mm-hmm. A lot of people had a lot of people took issue with this. You know I mean with with him with him t- taking it upon himself to go ahead to sacrifice the rest of humanity to so sacrifice he, the rest so of he, humanity so he can kind of still feel fill, like fill, a dad so he can fill a role that he lost yes. that he feels yeah yeah so yeah so people people feel depressed and unsettled by it. I mean, I mean, there still is a lot of debate on whether he made the right choice. I mean, gaming wise, gaming wise and story wise, he made the right choice because then you have Last of Us Two, obviously coming out. So, yeah, but yeah, that was one of the ones that was kind of like kind of wild when I was reading into it, and I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm sure, actually, I'm actually really excited to play. I'm the sure, game. unless they're going to milk more out of this, that they're, I'm sure that they'll bring it to the right place in the second one. You think there's going to be a conclusion? I don't know. I mean, she's older. Joel's older. They're, I mean, they're, what are they going to have? The fucking Last of Us 3 with him at like fucking 85 years old? Probably not. <laughs> you know, are they going to, you know, are they going to have a similar situation happen with her and she becomes like a parental figure almost? Who knows? So yeah. my, if I had to guess, this would probably be the, the end of it. Okay. Yeah, dude, that's one of the you don't games wanna, You don't want to dilute it. That's one of those games that a lot of people are excited for. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. 
fucking like I said, there's those there's those there's certain games that just have a story so captivating that whatever you do during the day, whether you work or whatever, like you just can't wait to get home and see what else is about to unravel. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember seeing everything with E3 on that game and with the PlayStation um, State of Play. I mean, all the uh, trailers and gameplay oh, they've looks, shown. It looks great. It looks amazing. So my last one that I have is a game called Fear 2. Mm-hmm. You've played it. I have played it. This is something that is way out of my fucking comfort zone. I already know that. All I know is I panicked every time I saw that little bitch. The little crazy bitch. I, I likened her to uh, the chick from The Ring. That's what she reminded me of. All right, so normally appearing as a menacing little girl, the fear antagonist, whose name is Alma Wade, takes on a whole new form at the end of Fear 2. She turns herself into a fully grown woman, but obviously still some type of spirit, and she forces herself onto you. You know what I mean? I mean, the main protagonist, and you impregnate her. You're running through this weird hallucination to where in between the hallucination, you see her on top of you going ahead and, I mean, riding you and everything else like that. Yeah. And then at the end of the game, there's some of the lines of her putting your hand on her belly and then you hear the you hear yeah. the baby, like, yeah. I mean, coo or cry or something like that. A little that. bit of a rapey vibe. A little bit of a rapey vibe. That shit's fucked up, bro. Yeah. That is fucking twisted. Yeah. That's... Yeah, it's wild. And I don't was there there was a fear of three, right? I have no idea. Fuck, I'll have to look into that. I probably should have. <laughs> no, nah, that's cool. But no, I d- yeah, dude. The and those dude, those games were were fun. They were more along the lines of my my type of horror, where it's like uh, it's more psychological than just like gory. So like uh-huh. I one scene I will never forget. You know, I had I was playing in my room and I had a couple people that were over that were watching you know my friends AJ and, and my cousin was there and I just remember just riding like you were you never had a moment in that game where you felt absolutely safe I was riding in an elevator and like I'm just chilling just like waiting and all of a sudden like the lights dim for a second that little freaky bitch fucking pops up behind you for literally like a half a second then the lights cut off back on and she's gone you're just like oh shit fuck that yeah speaking of which this has nothing to do with controversy but I did want to tell you remember uh, PT. Did I put you in front of that thing that was supposed to be the new, I believe it was supposed to be the new Silent Hills that yeah. we had you and Matt play? Yeah. A really fucked up game. Um, there is a game now that I believe they finished that. And it's I believe it's out right now on Steam. I think it's called Visage, I believe. Really? Oh, it looks fucked up in all the <laughs> best ways possible. Like I said, dude, I will let you keep all of these fucking jumper type games, dude. Like, give me shit that fucks your head up. You can keep every single one of them, man. Yeah. It's just it, it's just one of those things that is just not my style. Like, I I tried. Yeah. I've tried a bunch. Like, even Prey. You know what I mean? I'm trying to get through it. You know what I mean, I'm wor- I haven't played it since I since I picked up uh, Star Wars. But I wonder how you're gonna get through Last of Us then. It's not hard like that. Like I said, it's more. I can play Survivor games. Yeah, I mean, I I would say it's more Survivor. Yeah, you I don't like a game with a lot of jump scares. I feel no, that, not at that's all. what it is. Oh, dude, my anxiety goes up so bad, so fucking bad. <laughs> um, well, you're gonna have to get better with that, you know. Says who? Says me. I mean, you saw that fucking, you saw the logo of that company that's dealing with the fucking coronavirus, right? You gonna have to be ready, <laughs> bro. Dude, you can't write this shit. You yeah. can't write that shit. Yeah, that's that. That definitely was some wild news. 
Oh that my goodness. definitely wasn't And you know what? Is. It's our generation that's more ready to handle that shit than the previous generation. Because as soon as I told my mom, she was like, who's Umbrella? I was like, oh, you're fucking dead. You ain't surviving. I was like, Umbrella started this shit. <laughs> they started this shit. Now it's happening. Fucking T-virus bastards. Yeah, right? <laughs> Is that uh, is that all the innings you got? Yeah, man, dude, that's like, that's everything I had. Dude, I can understand why some people would be upset at some of those. The Witcher one, I don't fuck with because that I like. You deserve everything you get. <laughs> you deserve everything you get. I just I always thought with the Witcher one, just you figure that you'd go against a big bad boss and that would be a conclusion. Yeah. Not necessarily going ahead and you know I mean well, trying you know, trying to get a romp. But does that come after any sort of boss battle? It didn't. It, it okay. Where where I pulled everything from, it didn't say. I got you. So this is where we would normally have our what are we playing segment, but with me being a little more busy than usual this week and Wes being under the weather, neither, neither, of, us, neither of us have really gotten a lot of gaming in. Yeah, unfortunately, my house of four has been sick, which absolutely sucks. So I haven't had a chance to play. Yeah, but we'll we'll get back. I'll, we'll, we'll, we'll get back. We'll get back into it, yes. I'll I'll get back into Death Stranding and hopefully I get to play tonight. You'll get back into Star Wars. I'm assuming. Yes, and maybe sir. Breath of the Wild, whatever the fuck it is that you're doing at this point. I feel like you're splitting time. I try, depending on whether I'm upstairs or downstairs. But we do, and while we don't have a plethora of news articles, we do have one bit of news that we can put to rest at this yeah, point. So last podcast, we went ahead and said a little something about Nintendo Switch Pro. There were rumors of, uh, this came off of the Lamer Gamer podcast. I mean, those guys asked us a question of what we think about this, and we put our opinion out. Uh, Maybe they heard us. <laughs> no, they didn't. I doubt it. I doubt it, too. The, this little uh, grassroots podcast ain't, ain't here nothing. And even if they did, they're like, fuck those guys. <laughs> <laughs> we're Nintendo, bitch. Yeah, right. So, uh, article coming, I got an article coming from uh, Polygon.com. Going ahead and saying that uh, Nintendo will not be releasing a new iteration of the Nintendo Switch hardware this year, the company said Friday, laying to rest the rumors of a so-called Switch Pro. Quote, please note that we have no plans for a new, no plans to launch a new Nintendo system model during 2020. End quote. And that's from Nintendo's president. Yeah, so that's literally from the horse's mouth. Yes. So while we're still expecting games like, I mean, Animal Crossing, New Horizons, I mean, like just, I mean, just the standard, I mean, Nintendo games that we've been expecting for this year, we're not we're not going to have anything new system based to go ahead and compete against which you know I, I mean? which I think is good. I mean they came out with an original system that worked. It's I, great. Like I said before, dude, I love it. I I, have zero, I love the Switch. Uh, I know that there were apparently some issues with like the first batch that came out as is most systems when they first come out. You see that it, it, especially with uh Sony and Microsoft, dude, you see that shit all the time. Oh, every yeah. every time a new system drops, the first 500 to 800 uh, systems, something's fucked up. So, I mean, maybe this is just something that that gained traction that wasn't even true from the start, or maybe they were going to do it and then realized what we thought, which is just it's not the world's smartest idea to strip yourself of what makes you unique and basically try to go head up with the other two juggernauts that have not worked in the last, what, 15 years? Yeah, so they did say that there's nothing happening with a Switch model during 2020. That doesn't say anything about what's going to happen for 2021 of or anything they in the future. Eat, yeah, they but wanna. as of as of right now, from what we know, coming from the as you said, the horse's mouth, which is Nintendo's president, we good. I it wouldn't surprise me if they came out with a Nintendo Switch Pro in 
you know, 2021 or something like that. But if they found out a way to have it still be a switch, not just a TV console, which make would make zero sense. Into which the biggest thing about it would go ahead and have to be a 4K compatibility within the regular within the small screen itself. Yeah, that would be the biggest boost on top of the fact of like maybe some memory up uh, upgrades. Hundred percent. So that's that is basically the only news we have. Um, yeah, <laughs> I got nothing. That, dude, it's a, it's a slow week, but that's a, I mean that's it's an important piece of news. Yeah, so you definitely fucked my head up on uh, on some of these uh, controversial games, dude. Oh man, they're like sometimes you just scratch your head, like what the fuck are you thinking? What type of twisted motherfucker goes ahead and creates this stuff? Like seriously? Yeah, like the man, we we hit everything from mass murder to castration to rape. hookers to rape to yeah. and we're talking video games <laughs> for fuck's sake yeah it's supposed to be so uplifting and happy and fun sometimes you got some dark shit sometimes you got some dark shit and you know what <laughs> i don't believe the dark days are over there's always someone looking to push the envelope absolutely if for no other reason than just to get people talking about it yeah but no that was Man, I was and dude, some of those endings, like I had like the uh, which one was it that I didn't even think of how she uh, the Mass Effect three. Yeah, I just I actually didn't realize that no matter what you picked, you got the same ending. Well, like I said, it all depends. Like I mean, if you played the game within the first four months, then that's what it was. It wasn't until after that that's four crazy. months stopped, you mean to where they had that expansion pack that they yeah. went ahead and actually it. You I mean then it changed? Yeah, but now and now would they have had the thought? Would they have would they have had the thought to do that if people didn't revolt? The way they did, probably not eighty thousand dollars raised. What well, I think it was like upwards of like forty thousand signatures total. But you mean, you mean between a uh, a the change change dot, change dot org uh, and the uh, Bioware poll? Like goddamn, dude, crazy. And once again, yeah, I mean that was off of a game that yeah, I mean the Mass Effect series games minus in, uh, Andromeda, are fucking fantastic. I agree. So, that wraps it up for us. Yes, sir. So, until then, Scoops. Game on. Game on. hey What's up, crew members and crewpies? It's time to connect with CGC. As always, you can give us our feedback and reach out to us on consolegamingcrew at gmail.com. We've got our Facebook, our Instagram, our Twitter, and our YouTube. Uh, we are going to have a Twitch coming up soon. I'm going to have the other guys take care of that in a little bit. But... Please reach out to us on Facebook and Instagram. It's going to be Console Gaming Crew, and our Twitter handle is at Console Crew. Uh, again, feedback is fantastic, so please reach out to us. Uh, you know, give us your feedback on uh, what you think, what we can do to improve everything. Uh, also, please check us out on our uh, our webpage, which is consolegamingcrew.com. There's always updated information there, uh, stories and all that other kind of cool stuff. Uh, and as always, game on. Thank you.